0: Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's conversation. And this will be a short one for uh, no reason other than it's just going to be a short one. Actually, there have been a couple things on my mind, as is almost always the case. And I uh, wanted to, uh, first of all, apologize. I'm a few days late getting this posted. And, <laughs> and I almost coughed there. I did cough. And uh, so I've been thinking about what, uh, what, what ideas do I want to share? So first of all, something that, that, uh, came up with, uh, last week's conversation, uh, a little bit over a week ago when Annette and I were talking, we were talking about Easter. And so I've been thinking about Easter. I've been thinking about the message that I would have shared if I were actually sharing a message. Um, I was, uh, had the opportunity to be with my family, uh, went to a nephew's wedding and, we were there for Easter, kind of enjoyed the the holiday. And for Easter, Edison, my youngest, number five out of five, was invited to participate in a digital fireside, our Turtle House digital fireside that uh, occasional co-host Mark will host on most Sundays. And he had a kind of a for youth by youth discussion about general conference, which was a few weeks ago Uh, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We have a conference. It's a worldwide conference for all members of the church, the first weekend of April and the first weekend of October. And Edison was asked to share some thoughts about his experience listening to conference. We were traveling for spring break during most of that and so we had some conversations, the two of us did, about what we heard, what we liked, things that we thought about, some of the talks. And so I'm going to share a couple of those thoughts and then an idea that that came to me, just a uh, phrase, and I don't remember where I heard it, but it was probably a podcast or something I was listening to. And I'm not sure if they're going to go together, but um, that's just, that's what we're going to talk about. So number one, Easter. Easter is a <laughs> uh, for a lot of a lot of people that are marginally religious, Easter is one of the two days a year that they go to church. They go to church for Easter and they go for Christmas. And it's interesting to me that that is one of those dates because Christmas is the day that we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and Easter is the day that we acknowledge. I don't know that I would call it celebrate. We don't celebrate his death, but we absolutely celebrate his resurrection the atonement, the suffering that he endured for us to redeem us of our sins. And because of that, because of the importance of the Easter season in our family, we have just really not been comfortable making Easter the commercial holiday that a lot of the world does. So, I remember growing up, we had the Easter eggs, we'd color those and we had Easter baskets and egg hunts and all sorts of fun things like that. In fact, I remember one day, um, (laughs) I think it was the Easter that I, that my faith was um, confirmed. (laughs) We were home. And I remember my mom being uh, in her bedroom, my dad was at meetings at church and I I checked the refrigerator the day before we had colored Easter eggs and I checked the fridge and yes, they were still there. And I went back to the TV show I was watching. Our family was watching their shows that we would watch on Sunday. And I, I remember it being Shirley Temple and that was a good wholesome Sunday appropriate TV show. We were watching that. And sometime later I went back to the fridge and the eggs were gone. They were missing which in my, I don't remember how old I was. My young brain obviously had to have meant that the Easter Bunny had come. I don't remember what my belief was in the Easter Bunny, but in our family, since I've been married and we've had our own kids, we have not been super excited about about several holidays. Easter is one of them, and it's not that we don't like Easter; it's that we don't like the the commercial aspects. We are not super excited about the idea that a bunny is what this holiday is all about because we don't believe it it is. So in our family, we have not, I don't know that we've ever done Easter baskets. I don't know that we've ever done Easter um, bunny baskets egg hunt type things. I think as the kids were younger, we would do things with neighbors and friends and we would do Easter egg hunts and we would color eggs and things like that. But, but our emphasis, we really tried hard not to have the Easter bunny be the focus of our holiday experience and celebration. Now we didn't have the same mindset necessarily when it came to Christmas. We Uh, let our kids have the full Santa experience and, and there were some things and maybe we'll talk about some of that in future episodes about the approach that we took and, and, um, but Easter was always different. And so my thought has been a little bit on Easter. I was listening to a podcast yesterday as I was recording this, uh, and the podcast was about, it's the Redeemed Through His Blood, I think is the name of the podcast. And it it was about the sacrifice that we acknowledge that we celebrate when we celebrate Easter. And as I thought about it, there are a couple of things that came to my mind where I thought about it a little bit differently. Number one, there were two sacrifices. Number one, there was an absolutely horrific sacrifice that jesus christ experienced the garden of gethsemane where he sweat as it were great, great drops of blood as he experienced that wine press experience in gethsemane that was a a horrific an awful experience so much that he begged his father please if it be possible let this cup pass from me. But then in his a truly, truly Christ-like way, in complete charity, nevertheless not as I will, or ne- not my will be done, but thy will be done. So there's that sacrifice, but then also imagine the sacrifice of the father. What he had to endure watching his son go through that miserable experience. And I did not take the time to look up the scripture, but something that, that I heard in church yesterday just uh, was a, um, a a really neat way to think about it. And this is a, I think (laughs) I was interpreting, I was doing the ASL interpreting. And so when that happens for me, oftentimes the, the words go in my ears and out my hands and I, and they don't (laughs) always stick. But I think it was Travis Claridge, who is a member of our congregation, he was speaking. And I think he's the one that shared the idea that when Christ was going through this awful experience, that the angel came and strengthened him and strengthened him by showing him. And I don't remember how the scripture (laughs) said it. Like I said, I didn't look it up, but it was something like the angel showed him life or showed him It showed him something. The way that he interpreted it was the angel showed Christ who he was suffering for. And the thought that he brought up, that Travis brought up, was imagine not that he saw this ocean of people, that he saw this mass crowd, but imagine that he saw you and that he saw me, he saw every one of us individually. And that that idea, the thought that he's doing this for us, he was the only option. He's the only way. When he said, I am the way, that's true. (laughs) He is the way to return to our father in heaven. And I love the idea And I don't know if this is true, but I like to believe (laughs) that this is true. I love the idea that he saw me and he saw you and he saw those people that we love and that strengthened him. So think about that. And then the thought that uh, I don't remember what I heard, but I just made a note because I liked it, was I am more than just the bad things that happened to me. And really, you could say that that the opposite is true. I am more than just the good things that happened to me. We're so deep, and we're so complex, and we're so intricate. And the thing that is incredible incredible to me is that when Christ suffered for you and for me, he saw that. He saw more than just your bad days. You're more than just your bad days. You're more than just the bad things that happened. Those things are not your identity. The fact that you struggle with anxiety or depression, the fact that your relationships are tough, the fact that you're not in the job that you like, or whatever it is, that's not your identity. Your identity is a deeply, deeply loved, eternally full of worth child of heavenly parents. That's who Christ suffered for. That's why his father allowed it because that was the only way that you and I could make it back to live with them. That's it. That's my thought. That's my Easter thought. A few days late, but that's okay. Say this, you can, <laughs> you can listen next year if you feel like it, maybe next year I'll come up with something different to to think about. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Kick Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating to review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas and you can reach out to me at Ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake?